0: This is Steve Hiles welcoming you to episode 27 of the Teacher Rockstar podcast, a place where tips and strategies critical to the new teacher are discussed. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about interview tips for new teachers when they go for a teaching position. Now, before we get into that, a quick word from our sponsor. I am so proud to announce our Teacher Rockstar Academy course. If you're a brand new teacher, fresh out of college, a student teacher, or a teacher returning back to the classroom, this course is for you. Learn the tips, tools, and strategies for energizing your classroom management skills. Gain confidence and know what to do on day one. Enroll now at TeacherRockstarAcademy.com. That's teacherrockstaracademy and crush it during the first days of school and beyond. Okay, let's dive right in. Being a teacher is a job that's more rewarding, I feel, than any other profession. And those who willingly choose this profession, well, I'm sure agree. You not only get to gauge individuals from all backgrounds, but it's in your hands how their future will turn out. Although you are passionate and excited about starting your new job as a teacher, things are not as easy as submitting your portfolio and getting hired that next week. A misunderstanding new teachers may have is that they believe being a teacher in college or high school is hard since the curriculum is much more demanding. But being a teacher in primary school can be equally hard if not more. Students are still developing their social skills. They have yet to understand the performance and this is the stage where you realize not all kids in a group are equally capable but the most important thing new teachers need to focus on and sadly quite a few learn the hard way is preparing for the interview even if you think you have you know have it all together the interviewers are very experienced obviously And even if you say the right thing in the wrong way, it impacts your chances of getting the job. So here are some of the frequently asked questions most teachers will be asked in their first interview and some appropriate answers you should practice. Okay, now, before I go on any further, obviously this is not an all-inclusive list, okay? Uh, But just some of the uh, more common questions, I I would think, okay? Uh, This is not the ultimate guide, like I alluded to before, or a hack to pace uh, through your next interview, but an in-depth idea of how interviews are conducted and what is the kind of answer the interviewer expects from you to consider hiring you. Now, before we start, uh, though, here is um, a set of small tips that you need to be aware of when preparing for an interview. Research the school online. That's a very important thing here. And talk to teachers if you can. Learn their challenges. Brainstorm times. You've solved problems like theirs. Practice sample teacher interview questions. Write up your answers and drill with 3x5 cards. When possible, describe a problem you once faced, an action you took, and a positive result you achieved. Gather materials like a lesson plan, practice scores. Uh, and transcripts. Include images as proof of your accomplishments. Prepare a packet for each person on the board with your current resume. Uh, That is something I've always done, and uh, I I would highly recommend that. The best way to answer questions on any job should be to use the STAR approach. I'm going to break that down for you. It should have a situation, a task, an action, and a result. Make sure to write a small answer on a piece of paper along with the question and compare it with what is considered the optimal answer to gauge where you stand and to identify the area that needs practice. I will be sharing 10 questions for you to consider. Okay, question number one. Uh, Why do you want to be a teacher? Okay, Uh, this is the most frequently asked question and in many cases it's the first thing that you will hear in an interview the interviewers want to see beyond your exceptional resume and degree they want to see what motivates you what is the reason behind you choosing this field and if you can perform up to par with respect to your qualifications if your answer is going to be to help people well you know it is not going to be enough okay however if you explain why And how you want to help people by describing the purpose now that my friend changes everything here is an example of what your answer should be you could start with a story from your experience when you were a student and how a certain teacher helps you get through a course or perhaps a class which marked an impression deep enough so you have decided to help students today the same way question 2 what is your teaching philosophy Now this question has several different uh, phrases like are you a good fit for this school and these questions are equivalent to tell us about yourself. Before saying a word know what the school's philosophy that you're applying for is. Take the time to learn about the school's philosophy and make it a part of your interview preparation. Take this answer for an example. I believe in teaching to each student's passion. For instance in one kindergarten class my students I had trouble with punctuation. I observed that one student, Mary, suddenly got excited about apostrophes. I fueled her passion with a big book on punctuation. Her enthusiasm was contagious, and soon the entire class was asking bright and animated questions. Whenever possible, I try to deliver structured lessons in an unstructured way like this. Okay, you see what I mean? okay let's move on to question three how much do you want to know about your students in order to be most helpful to them Uh, this is another of those questions that depend on the school's philosophy of teaching one administrator might think it's crucial to know every detail another might say a doctor doesn't need to know her patients favorite ice cream flavor be honest but find common ground as to the answer of this teaching interview question You could say I need to know a student's learning style, passions, and challenges. One difficult student, Tim, was disruptive in class. I joined him on the playground on and off. It turned out he was being bullied after school by his brother's friends. I spoke with Tim's parents, and they had no idea. Tim became my star student, and as a result, my whole class got quieter and easier to teach. I will say this. Know what motivates your students. This is a tall order, I know it is, but it's very necessary to ensure high student engagement and minimal disciplinary issues. Okay, Uh, Let's go to question number four, and why do you want to work for our school district? And that's another uh, popular type of question. The interview board wants to know if you really want to be a teacher at their school. And this question can be answered from research on the school. You should take your time curating the answer and think about how you can add value to the system and what makes you the right fit for the position. Now here is a great answer. I respect XYZ school's belief in teaching to the whole child. Your focus on academics, character, community, and nature fit perfectly with my own philosophy. It's easier to teach well-rounded students. The best lesson plan in the world can't help a child who's struggling in all other areas of life okay I hope you're getting the picture here okay question number five how can you help our school this is one of those questions that can make you blink when you're not fully prepared at this point both uh, parties should have their interests piqued and you should have learned about the needs of the school and here's an example I've talked to several of your teachers and heard about their challenges with classroom management. My own classroom management skills are highly developed. I've taken 18 continuing education credits in classroom management from the University of Phoenix uh, online program. I was commended at my last school after fully engaging uh, a class with over 25% disruptive students. I used a mix of nonverbal cues, transition cues, timeouts, and several other kernel-based strategies. I believe I can be just as effective here. Now, that might work if you uh, obviously taught at other schools. Now, if you're a brand new teacher out of college, obviously you, you, you're not going to um, have the benefit of being able to have taught in a, in, a, in a previous school. Now, if that is in fact the case, you know, what you might want to convey at that point is your continuing education credits in the area of classroom management and or other courses uh, or research that you have done regarding classroom management. Moving on to question six, what do you find most frustrating about teaching? Uh, questions like this um, are asked on purpose to see how easy you can be discouraged. Again, the person conducting your interview knows well about the school's strong and weak areas, and they want someone who can find the solutions. They are struggling Uh, you know to find or someone who can at least comfortably perform their duties without complaining much about obvious issues here's an example I get very frustrated with bright kids who become overconfident and don't apply themselves there's nothing sadder or more common than wasted potential at my last position uh, I worked with several children who weren't trying I implemented a research-based program to incorporate student ideas into the lesson plan the addition of their thoughts created more complete engagement test scores went up fifteen percent in just two months now that works obviously if you were a teacher at another school but now if you weren't then you would have to be honest and share your own points about what you feel would be most frustrating about teaching question seven how would you get your classroom ready for the first day of school this question that is usually asked in various forms to see how prepared you are for the position. And your first actions uh, make first impressions, obviously. The foundation of your position at your new job. Here's an example. I want my classroom to be welcoming and nurturing. I also make the ground rules obvious. A welcome sign and labeled desks help students feel at home from day one. Engaging posters and other visual aids help create a sense of excitement Beyond fun, a list of rules and consequences at the front of the room helps the class start on the right foot. Question 8. Why does your subject matter to you? If you say, so my students will get good jobs, that's probably not the best answer to give, my friend. Think why you care about the subject at a gut level. Now here is an example of an optimal answer. I've always believed our future depends on regular people using science and day-to-day decisions. Science is at the core of a sense of wonder for our natural world. That wonder can drive students to improve their learning skills. It could take them places where they never thought they'd go. Now, doesn't that sound better than simply saying so my kids can get better jobs? Now, obviously you have to tailor this to whatever subject matter that you are teaching. But I think hopefully you get the point here. Question 9. How do you evaluate your students? Common questions like this one are asked to examine your methods of evaluation. Again, you should avoid such answers from the book of obvious answers. Think of something you learned in college or from your past experience or it can be from uh, the time when you were a teacher. We all have inspirations. Here's an example. I evaluate students with formal and informal methods, including quizzes and tests. I also grade in-class activities like reports, uh, resuscitations, desk work, and group activities. One student, Terry, showed a strong grasp of concepts during in-class activities, but performed poorly during testing. Through working closely with him, I uncovered an undiagnosed vision problem. Terry got corrective lenses, and his test scores rose to match his in-class comprehension. Question 10. How do you motivate students? Well, my friend, I have to tell you, that's the million-dollar question. Similar to the question above, interviewers want to see how you influence students to do what you need them to do. This is an especially important thing to vet for when hiring virtual teachers because motivating others over video requires a lot more creativity than when you're teaching in person. Take this sample answer. Positive reinforcement is super important to keep a student motivated. So one thing I'd like to do is throw out rewards or bonuses when they perform especially well. This could be candy or a star or a sticker or even just a compliment. Uh, Whatever I know students enjoy receiving and it's different for everyone. I never want students to feel left out or overindulged so I always try to be fair and consistent with everyone but it's those little moments of recognition I think that keep them happy and excited to learn. All right, another quick word from our sponsor. Hey my friend would you like to liven up your writer's workshop with an engaging exciting activity for your students? Well then grab my free Let's Write a Book activity This resource comes complete with templates and step-by-step directions for creating their very own mini-book. Your students will feel proud as authors of their very own book. All you have to do is simply go to GetStartedOnTheRightFoot.com. That's GetStartedOnTheRightFoot.com. Your students are going to absolutely love this activity. Now let's continue on. Now... These are the questions that revolve around in different phrases. So here is a recap of today's episode before we get to the very end. I would encourage you to key on the following tips. Now here are six useful tips while preparing for the interview and when sitting in that hot seat. Number one, know the lingo. What are AYP goals? Who are Wiggins and Marzano? What are rubrics? What should you know about proficiency-based models? Brush up on your terms and be ready to discuss them. Number two, prepare for common interview questions for teachers. Learn the school's needs, then brainstorm accomplishments that show how you can help them. Tip three, bring a portfolio. I would highly recommend that you do so. It's not for them to read, basically. It's evidence of your teaching interview answers. Bring materials that... Show achievements like, for example, lesson plans, worksheets, images, and you'll also need a current resume. Don't forget that. And tip four I can't stress this enough, my friend dress professionally, more professionally than you would actually for work. That sends the message that you take the interview very seriously. Tip 5. Listen. The more you ask and listen, the fewer interview questions for teachers you'll have to answer. Plus, interested equals interesting. Tip 6. Make eye contact with the principal and all other interviewers. Okay. I wish you uh, best of luck for your future endeavors. In today's age of working from home and teaching via Zoom and Google Classroom, the interviewers will remain the same, plus or minus a thing or two, Prepare even after you feel you are ready. There is always something that surfaces when you revise. I'd also recommend Googling uh, teacher interview questions for further interview preparation. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hiles. We hope you enjoyed listening to these tips and strategies on interview uh, tips for new teachers. When you get a moment... Please visit my blog and subscribe to my newsletter for the latest educational research, freebies, and unadvertised bonuses at stevesclassroomresources.blogspot.com. That's stevesclassroomresources.blogspot.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us at the Teacher Rockstar Podcast. And if you'd like to support us, please feel free to share our podcast with others. Post about it on social media. Leave a rating and review. That would be super cool. Thanks again. We'll see you same time, same place next week. And remember always, my friend, you got this.